Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 8-22-2019. The semi-daily news that even plants crave and Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, I'll be your host today, and with that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from GameSpot and written by Jeremy Winslow. Gears 5 monetization is player-friendly, Dev says. As previously detailed, Gears 5 won't feature random loot boxes or a season pass, and now developer... The Coalition has revealed that the upcoming third-person shooter will use a very player-centric, player-friendly way of doing customization and monetization. Multiplayer design director Ryan Clevin spoke to GamesIndustry.biz during GamesCon 2019, where the outlet asked if Gears 5 will include microtransactions. My god, that yawn came out of nowhere. Though, confirming the latest Gears entry will have various forms of in-game currencies, Clevin reiterated Gears 5 will have no randomized loot boxes and players will always know what they're getting, whether earning or purchasing content. Clevin assured, the Gears, assured that Gears 5 is a player first game, saying the coalition can service people looking to expedite their experience while keeping the spirit intact. We really think we're ahead of the industry here in getting rid of loot boxes and making sure that we can both service people that are looking to accelerate the progression or earn cosmetics using money, but also keeping the integrity of the game experience, Clevin told GI Biz. With governments investigating the psychological nature of loot boxes, Clevin was asked whether the backlash towards games with Apex like Apex Legends and Star Wars Battlefront 2 has forced the coalition to reconsider how monetization works in Gears 5. Clevin said none of that was a concern. We had made the decision to cut loot boxes before all that happened, he explained. We were sort of reading the tea leaves, I guess. We were one of the earliest to adopt card packs inside our games. We put the challenge to ourselves. Can we still provide purchasable things to players that want to purchase and still have the rest of the players really enjoy the system? That was a challenge we set right from the beginning of Gears 5. Instead, the Coalition seems more concerned with providing the best experience possible to its players when Gears 5 launches on PC and Xbox One on September 10th. We just felt that loot boxes weren't a good fit for Gears, and we wanted to go ahead of the curve looking for possible solutions, even before all the controversy. Spoiler alert, loot boxes aren't gambling. Argue with me at twitter.com slash dadbodplays. <laughs> Second is from GameSpot and written by Steve Watts. Hearthstone nerfing powerful cards like Dr. Boom and Luna's Pocket Galaxy. Hearthstone recently introduced its Savers of Oldham expansion, and now that it's been out in the wild and the meta has started to form, Blizzard is getting ready to rebalance some cards. This time, the nerf stick is hitting some cards that have been recognized as problematic in the community for quite some time, including rolling back two of the cards it buffed in a June update. The balance update will go live next week. The two biggest changes are coming to prominent Warrior and Mage cards. The Warrior, Hero card, Dr. Boom, Mad Genius, and the Mage card, Luna's Pocket Galaxy have both been hot topics in the Hearthstone community since Oldham launched, and both are having their mana cost re or mana cost increase. <clears throat> Doctor Boom will increase from seven mana to nine, which Blizzard said should make it more difficult to find a good time to play, and give opponents more time to make their own power plays. Luna's Pocket Galaxy, which was reduced to five mana in June, is being reverted back to its seven mana state. That isn't the only mage card to get a nerf, though. Conjure's Calling is having its mana cost raised from 3 to 4, which Blizzard says will make it more difficult to play both of its twin spell instances back-to-back. -back. Similar to the Lunas, the Priest card Extra Arms will have its cost reverted to 3 mana, reversing the buff it received. Finally, the years-old card Barnes is having his cost raised to 5 mana to better balance Wild, where he's still in play. 
Notably, none of the balance updates are coming to cards that were actually introduced in the Savers of Oldham expansion. These are all older cards that have proven to be consistently too powerful, though more than one exp or through more than one expansion or alternatively, 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 that's a hard word. Words are hard. Have now become problematic in conjunction with new cards from the Oldham set. Savers of Oldham is the second chapter in a planned year-long story event. Like the first chapter, Rise of Shadows, a single-player element is planned to launch roughly a month after the expansion itself. Third is from GameSpot and written by Richard Wakeling. Marvel's Avengers will see changes to everything before launch. The first footage of for Marvel's Avengers was revealed earlier this year at E3 2019. Square Enix then followed that up at Gamescom this week, sharing a lengthy new gameplay trailer that showed each of the Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Thor, and the Incredible Hulk in action. Yet the character designs for all five heroes is still a hot topic button. Some fans have taken to the internet since it's revealed to voice their concerns over how Marvel's finest appear in the game. Crystal Dynamics lead, almost said lead, lead creative director, Sean Eskig previously said there were currently no plans to change our character designs, but it appears Captain America and Co. will be receiving some extra polish ahead of next year's launch. That makes sense. This game's not even out. This is a wild story. <laughs> Speaking to PC Games and at Gamescom, Avengers editorial director Casey Lynch said that everything about the game is going to continue to change as we polish, as we approach launch right now. But things that we've shown with both E3 and here, it's all been pre-offit. There'll be changes to everything from the characters to a lot of what we see. A spokesperson for Square Enix clarified that by changes, we're talking about polish. What we're doing is we are continuing to add detail to their character models. We're improving the lighting. We're improving the skin shading. So what you're hopefully seeing is the characters continuing to look better as we get closer to launch. But in terms of changing character designs, that's not currently what we're looking at. The Twitter account, have we heard anything about Marvel's Avengers, shared a comparison between the Black Widow scene in the E3 footage and the one shown in the leaked San Diego Comic-Con trailer. It's clear to see improvements have been made, and with Marvel's Avengers not due to arrive until May 15th, 2020, there's still plenty of time for further polish to be coated on our favorite heroes. This is a this this is like a non-story story. I should have pre-read this. Like It makes perfect sense that character models are going to change. This game's not out yet. This stuff happens all the time. And last is from GameSpot and written by Richard Wakeling again. Richard, killing it. Daisy removes cannabis items, gets unbanned in Australia. Earlier this month, Kotaku Australia reported that Daisy was refused classification in Australia due to illicit or proscribed drugs use related to incentives or rewards. <clears throat> this prohibited the game's physical release in the Oceanian country and resulted in its removal from Steam, the PlayStation Store, and Xbox Live. The five-year zombie survival game was going to feature a cannabis joint that restored health, though impl implementation of the medical restorative had yet to be completed. In response to the ban, developer Bohemium Interactive chose to edit the game on a global scale to avoid splitting the player base and appears to have worked. Kotaku Australia reports that the Australian Classification Board has recently updated its website, noting that Daisy is now rated MA15+. The application confirms that this version of the game has been modified, meaning a cannabis-less version was reviewed and approved by the board. The new rating should clear the way for DayZ to be restored on all digital platforms, and Bohemia will have the go-ahead to release a physical version in Australia now that the ban has been lifted. Australia, you've got some of the wildest, most killer, craziest animals, fauna, weather, and but video video games is where you're going to draw the line, man. You What? And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. 
If you'd like to support the podcast, other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us for you to support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter, dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch, at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram, at dadsbeardsnerds podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio and the show notes for all shows that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you. <laughs>